like a rushing wind, like a wave of fire. However you want, however you want, come like a rushing wind and like a wave of fire. Welcome to Wind of Revival, a podcast about the very best of spirit-filled prayer topics and the word of God from the vast teaching of prayer by an intercessor and a life coach, a man who's passionate about prayer and equipping people to pray. Each time you will hear mind-blowing sermons as well as actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Now here's your host, Ajiman Kwame Sakodie. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump into today. Episode Bible to the book of Luke, chapter 6, the verse number 12 through to 16. Now it came to pass in those days that he went out to the mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. And when it was day, he called his disciples to himself, and from them he chose 12, from whom he also named apostles. Other version says he designated apostles. Simon, who is also Peter, Andrew, James, John, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, Simon, Judas, the son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who also became a traitor. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Sit down on your enemy's head without any apology in the name of the Lord Jesus. Drama for in ten minutes we should be done. Uh, the, I'm, I'm talking on a topic, the mystery of Jesus and Judas Iscariot. The mystery of Jesus and Judas Iscariot and under it, I'm talking about why Judas betrayed the Lord. Dentia Judas so Hallelujah. And so from the verse of scripture that we read, he prayed all night long just to make a decision. Hallelujah. Uh, what Jesus is trying to tell us is that, you see, there are some decisions that we cannot just make them. Hallelujah. There are some decisions that it needs time. I mean, if it was something trivial or something simple, or yes, our dear way. Now, so Bible, my say, he prayed throughout the night just to choose some people, even from amongst the Lord. Hallelujah. And, and I mean, uh, we, we are made to understand that the disciples were about 70 to 72. They were about 70 to 70, 72 people, you know, that Jesus Christ had who were even followers, even of him, you know. They were about 70 to 72 people. And then Jesus Christ had to choose even from amongst the 72 people, just 12 people who can help him accomplish the purpose and the mission that God had given unto him even on this earth. And so Jesus Christ, knowing what was, you know, going to happen and what 
you know, the, 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 the weight of the decision that he had to take because the apostles were going to be the foundation of the church. If the church was going to thrive, and so Jesus had to take time, proper time, even to choose these people. And then when he chose the 12, notice that Jesus prayed even before he made the decision. When he chose the 12, one of them, you know, uh, became a devil. Hallelujah. Uh, if you read the scripture well, you notice that the Bible says that the one, Judas, who became. So Judas Iscariot wasn't a traitor from the start point. Are you with me? The guy wasn't a bad guy even when the Lord chose him. I believe that Jesus Christ wouldn't have, you know, chosen somebody who is not fit even for the office or the position. Are you with me, people of God? And so Judas Iscariot, you know, with time, the guy now began to change. He became a traitor. With time, something happened to Judas and then Judas now, you know, began to move away gradually even from the Lord. And so Judas wasn't a traitor. He was an apostle. He was anointed in the office of apostleship. But with time, something now began to happen to him. Real quick, I want to go into, you know, one of the mysteries. The, the first mystery is that, you know, Judas was close, yet he was far away. Judas was close to the Lord Jesus, yet he was far away. I mean, Judas was with the Lord. Anywhere Jesus went to, Judas was with them. Judas was the treasurer, even in the mega church that Jesus operated. Jesus did not have a small church. Jesus had a mega church. I mean, somebody who had a congregation of more than 5,000 people, it was a mega church. And you notice that no church or nobody will choose a treasurer that they don't really know. If the master did not really know Judas, he wouldn't have chosen him as a treasurer. For you to be made a treasurer, even in a ministry, for you to be made an accountant, even in a ministry whatsoever, it means that you must be very credible. The credibility must be there. I will say, will you be a wudimu? Now position no an idea na ye person ye de man no esefatao. E wo se wo ye obi a ye jiwudi ye nimwo for a time a while. You know so any church that you go to whoever the treasurer might be, you know is somebody that they know. So Jesus knew Judas. A while he knew him. I mean Judas went with Jesus even to everywhere that the Lord went to. They were at, you know, parties together. They were at, you know, crusades together everywhere. Judas saw everything that the master was doing. He saw the sick God healed. He saw the dead raised. He saw Jesus feed multitudes. You see, but still, Judas was far away even from the Lord. He was amongst them. He was with Jesus. You see, it is not enough for us to be familiar with the Lord. It is not enough for us to be in this church. It is not enough. It is not enough for us to call ourselves born again Christians. It is not enough. 
We have to be true followers of the Lord. We have to be disciples. You notice that a disciple is somebody who imitates. Judas was just a follower. That's why I keep saying that you don't just have to be a follower. You have to be a disciple. If you are a disciple, whatever that you are taught is what you do. A disciple is somebody whose, you know, character and attitude matches the person they are following. But if you are just a follower, you see, you go with the crowd. Like the way a lot of you uh, are followers of football teams. Wow, football team, Yeshana you are not a true follower. I remember those days when they would score Kotoko. I mean, my big brother, he would fall sick for days. His heart was in the tin. That is what, you know, disciples do. You have to be close and attached. If you are in this house, as you are coming to church, you must not just be a follower. I'm a follower. I am, you know, Prophet KKD is my father. And then you don't listen to what we tell you to do. You must be a true disciple. If Judas was a true disciple, you see what he did, he wouldn't have done. If he was a true follower, you see, and followers, they just follow you. Dimitri, just follow me. You see, wherever you go, they just follow you. They just follow you like that. They just follow you. They will give you all their fans. Ororo master, professor, you know that kind of thing. No more, but you see, when you become a true follower and a disciple, whatever I am doing, do so. When you become a true follower, you understand, and a disciple, you see, whatever the person is doing, you see, you imitate, and then you begin to do likewise. You begin to do likewise. You begin to do likewise. And so when we see you, we must see the person that you are following even inside of you. There must be a change. There must be something that makes you distinct, makes you unique. Judas was close, but he was far. His heart was far away. And a lot of us are close. We come to church, but our hearts are far away from the ministry. We are not diehard. We, we, we don't love the ministry as we ought to. See, if, if, if you are not just following, and if you are not just close, I'm telling you, whatever you are told to do is what you will do. You will think about the progress of the church. Young Fred rehearsal said, Ma, Unka said, I have an excuse, Minty Mimba, because of this. You know, you are just following. You are far away. Your heart is not in the thing. Nothing will stop you even from coming for anything that will help the church to progress. You see, you will be the first to even come. We are coming for prayer meeting. You see, if, if you are not just following, if your heart is not, you know, you are not far away. Whatever you are told to do is what you will do. You see, you say, 
ye ko baby say asori say ye ye say you will be there you are not far away you are close you are in there and so often time Judas Yebeka say ye ye baby and then the guy is isolated no ye no ho twetwe ne ho any other that's how some of us are we are close but we are far ye hu ye de bia wa sorry but we are far our hearts are far your heart is far away. You can't accord your leader that respect. Why? Because your heart is far away. The second thing that, you know, the second mystery is that Judas became so offensive. That is the final thing I talk about. Judas, Judas became so offensive. Judas was offended with a lot of things that the master Jesus did. I mean some, you know, Bible scholars and some theologians and Bible commentators say that Judas did not betray Jesus entirely because of money. He betrayed Jesus because he was offended with a lot of things. He was offended because according to you know Bible scholars and according to uh, Bible commentators we are made to understand that Judas came from a very wealthy home I believe that Judas had gone to school maybe he had some horns you know he was maybe an accountant he had chatted did some ACC because you, you, you can't handle a mega church finance being just, you know, an ordinary personality. Judas's father, according to theologians, you notice that in John chapter 13, the verse number 26, the Bible talks about Judas being the son of Simeon. According to theologians, the man Simeon had a lot of money. That was Judas's father. He had money. So money wasn't the actual problem and the reason why Judas went to betray Jesus. If it was because of the money, after he betrayed Jesus, he would have taken the money and not killed himself. But you saw that after he was given the money, the guy became so remorseful. Why was Judas offended? John chapter 12, the verse number 17. The Bible says that they were at a gathering. And then, you know, when Mary Magdalene came, even to use her hair and to break the alabaster box and all that, even at the feet of the master, Judas now began to complain. It says that this money could have been used even to take care of the poor. The Bible says that not that he had some good mind, but because he had the money box with him, he was a thief. But you know, Jesus said something. Jesus said something. He said that, listen, you have the poor always with you in the public. Jesus rebuked, he rebutted what Judas said. Judas And you know that the guy is a big man, apostle. Apostle, rebuke rebuke sorry. I'm telling you. A lot of people. You know, people, eh, who are you to speak against me? Bible cry, you know. And it's because sometimes we are ignorant and we don't know a lot of things. Judas was offended. Jesus rebuked him even in the public. He said that, listen, this thing ought to be done. 
this woman has to do this so that I can be buried. In the book of Matthew chapter 17, verse 17, the Bible says that a man brought his child even to the disciples to pray for them. And then, you know, pray for the child. And then when they couldn't pray, when Jesus appeared, the first thing he said to his disciples, oh, you faithless generation. How long am I going to be with you? No, if we know that you are a man of God, the way I am preaching, and then Major tells in front of the church, you know, then he tells me to do something I'm unable to do, and then Major now begins to say, you are a faithless person, faithless and perverse generation. No, how? No, you are a human being. You should think about it. You see, you will be offended in a way. Because the man brought the child in the open amongst people. And Jesus said this thing. He could have, you know, even taken them in the secret to rebuke them or say something. But in the open, Jesus tells them, you are faithless. You are a perverse generation. All these things. Jesus going to the mountain top to pray. Taking Peter, John, and James to, you know, the mountain. And leaving some of the people. I believe that Judas was observing. Aden Musa. Offenses. So little by little, some things were piling up even inside of him. The Bible says that the little foxes, they are the things that spoils the vine. A lot of us are offended because maybe somebody rebuked you, because maybe somebody, your leader, said something. That you are not supposed to do this in the open. There are some things that will be said in the opens. There are some things that will be said publicly. And if you are not matured enough, you will not be able to handle them. You will be offended. And as the offenses pile up, little by little, you begin to draw away from the Lord. A lot of you, your marriages are collapsing and have collapsed because of offenses. A lot of us are sick because of offenses. I'm telling you, these things are very powerful and they kill. A lot of the sicknesses that attack people, they have no business attacking us. But because of offenses, we are bitter. Our hearts have become heavy. Offenses. And so all these things were harbored in the heart of Judas. They were in the heart of Judas. He couldn't control them anymore. His cup was full. And so he had to execute the thing. You notice the Bible speaks about Absalom and his brother Amnon. Amnon did something wrong against the sister of Absalom. Amnon's own sister, his half-sister, he went to sleep with the sister. For two years, the thing had piled up. Absalom was so offended, even with what his brother did. He kept looking for ways and means. For three years, Judas was with the master. Look, 
looking for mediums means waste. Listen, the betrayer could have come through anybody. He opened up himself. And that is how Absalom killed his own biological brother. Listen, offenses are very powerful. You see, you saw what they did right now. Because his brother tells him that, do this, go and pick my child, do this, and all that. The guy had become offended. He was offended with the little things that he was told even to do. And you see, offenses can even let you overlook the good that people have done to you before. You will forget it easily. In Kajuda Sky Poor, second man, now we scanny be the year. But the offenses had become too much. And that is how offenses had piled up so much in some of us, our hearts. We cannot forgive our parents and we have become bitter and we are thinking of how we would do some people even evil. Offenses. Judas was offended with a lot of things. So the enemy took advantage. Now, the book of Rictuana, Rictuana said something in the final quest, in his book called The Final Quest. He said that the Lord showed him in the vision, and in the vision, he saw a lot of demons. And one of the demons that he saw was the demon of offenses. A lot of church members were leaving the church. A lot of people were in the church, and they were holding grudges against people. Why? Because of offenses offenses and a spirit was seated even upon the heads of people and these things are even more dangerous than sexual sins I'm telling you offenses it opens you up for the devil himself to enter you and have access to everything that belongs to you and we saw the end of Judas his end was dead that is why a lot of us are dying because of offenses. A lot of the sicknesses that attacks people, that is killing people, destroying people, a lot of people's finances are being destroyed. You saw our brother, you see, he got an offer that was way better than what he had. But because of offenses, he won't even listen. Offenses. Some of you are thinking of your next move of how to leave this church. Why? Because you are offended. Maybe Pastor Sack saw you, he didn't greet you. Maybe you greeted me. I didn't even hear or see you. And I passed by on Penny Park. You have concluded. Or you say, so you are looking at the next move even to leave the church. Offenses. Listen, as you leave, you see, if you are not planted in a place, you cannot grow. And if you keep hopping from one place to another, that is why a lot of you are not blessed. Because Ufri sorry we now Then you what will make me go to another church? I won't go to any church to go and look for prophecy. I'm telling you. I won't go to any church to go and look for miracle. What will make me honor an invitation is for the purposes of knowledge. Or the way I am close to the minister who has invited me to come. I won't go to it. You see, you must be planted at a place. 
If you are not patient and you allow people to keep on offending you and you take the things that they say or the things they do against you to heart, you will miss out on your blessing. And I'm telling you that some of you, God himself directed you here so that you can be blessed. So that the anointing upon our father, the major prophet, can bring a major transformation to you. And one thing that the enemy does is that when the enemy sees that we are getting close to, you know, our blessing. Because, you see, Jesus' time on earth was almost new. It was due. Three years, it was almost due. For them to make history. For Judas' name to be in the history books of records. That he was part of the apostleship. But you saw in the book of Acts that his place was given to another person. His position was taken away from him and it was given to another person. Why? Because the guy was offended. He wasn't patient enough to wait for the opportune time for Jesus to go to the cross. So that he will also receive the anointing of the Holy Ghost to be blessed fully. So that instead of we mentioning the name of the Apostle Paul, it could have been Judas who wrote the epistles of Paul. I'm telling you. But because his place was taken from him and was given to another man, that mantle fell on somebody else. And that is how some of you, you are going to live here and the blessing that God prepared for you, somebody will come and the blessing will fall on the person. Somebody who just came and is even you. That's why sometimes people say, say in profound ways, say, see an The race is not to the swift. The battle is not to the strong. Bread is not to the wise. It is time and chance. Being at the right place, even at the right time. If you are where God has prepared for you, and you don't allow anything, even to move you from where the Lord has designated for you to be, your blessing will be made manifest for you. Stand upon your feet. Shala, amen. Thank you for joining us this week on Wind of Revival podcast. Like what you had. So-